In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... Diet Starts Tomorrow with hosts Sammy Sage I'm having a relationship with my pizza. and Aileen Drexler. I'm going to make you girls a hump day treat. In a world where wellness looks perfect on Instagram. Just doing my workouts. Tuesday's arms and back. But feels anything but in real life. Is butter a carb? Yes. This is the podcast exploring the emotional side of well-being. I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie. From people who understand the struggle. I am on the third day of my cleanse diet. Hello and welcome to Diets Are Tomorrow. I'm Eileen. I'm Sammy. And it is Thursday and we have non-scale wins and we have dear DSTs and we are excited about it. So Sammy, what is going on? Do you want to share your win for today? I do. Wait, you know what we forgot to talk about? Our two DST listeners episodes, Maggie and Tara, both got engaged this past weekend. Oh, yay. Congrats. Congrats. Shout out. We love a DST engagement. And we love it. On the same weekend. On the same weekend. Right. It's crazy. We, we both had them around the same time, like two years ago. And then yeah. they both got engaged on like the same weekend. Congrats. It's so exciting. Congrats, ladies. We're really excited for you. Really excited. Okay. So that's their non-scale win. <laughs> <laughs> but my non-scale win is that I love the Peloton. Like genuinely love the Peloton. Didn't didn't think it would be this level of love. Didn't think I could feel this way about another exercise bike. Why do you love it? Why do you um, love it? It's just fun. Like I actually find it genuinely fun. Um, like the the something I something I thought was interesting about myself is that like you know how I'm not like I don't like to compete. So mm-hmm. I thought like oh I won't give a shit about the leaderboard. I'm not going to even like look at that. But I actually think the leaderboard is really good for me because I'm not competing against like anyone I know. I'm just trying to like catch the output ahead of me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's literally all I'm trying to do. So it's purely like a self-competition, just trying to catch that number. And so I'm like, I'm fe- I feel like I'm like channeling competitive feelings in a positive way. That's not like, ne- like that's not <laughs> like, you know, um, and I just enjoy favorite? it. What? What's fun about it? What do you find that's fun about it? I I don't know. Like, I just like it. Like, I. Who's your favorite instructor so far? Well, I've only done a scenic ride, which I don't think had an instructor. Um, no, it didn't. No, I Although Avi did a scenic ride with an instructor or like commands or something. So I don't know. Interesting. And then I did Cody Rigsby. He did a ride. Like, it was called like the happy ride. And he was doing all these like. <laughs> he was, like it really sounds like it. If you're just listening to it, it sounds like he's like working with people with like severe depression. I was like, okay, like I could I could get behind this. Um, and then the and then I did an Emma Lovewell ride yesterday, like a nineties oh, ride. She um her her old like I don't know if they do these anymore. The groove something groove and something was like Soul Cycle. 
I don't know, but I did it because I saw that Diane did a love an Emma Lovewell ride, so I didn't have a love. (laughs) (laughs) My Peloton's in fucking storage. I'm pissed. That's annoying. Um, but yeah, Peloton is great. It really is. We should do. Oh, yours is in storage. Fuck. I my um in laws have like a like a bootleg Peloton, and they have the TV set up so I could technically do it, (laughs) but it's not on the Peloton. You know what? I don't um. I never, it's funny you bring up the competition thing and I'm competitive, obviously. And I, uh, never felt motivated by the leaderboard ever. Like I, I hide it. I just don't, I, I feel motivated by, um, like beating my last output maybe sometimes or by like just going to the, going with the instructor's cues. Like that's what motivates me. Right. I actually like the instructor's cues where it tells you what cadence to be at and what was like that. I, that I really like actually. Okay. That I think is one of the reasons I really like it because you know what you're doing. It's not just like go on the beat. It's like, I don't know how to fucking go on a beat. Like, right. Right. It tells you the range to be on. And even if you have to, and, and it makes me feel okay though. Like that if I'm not on the range, that's still okay. I know where I'm at. Yeah. And I know after this. Ooh. Next time that I could, um, like maybe what get, hashtag like, should I add to my bio? CST. Is that what yours is? Yeah, it's hashtag CST. Yeah. Okay. We have uh, so many people in it. Everyone okay. go add it to your thing. Okay, I'm gonna I add love it, it to my thing. When I used to, when I had it, uh, when it wasn't in storage, I would like sign on, and it would say like twelve DSTers are writing today or something. Oh, <laughs> right I'm now. totally going to um add that to my bio like right after this um i'm really excited about it so i'm excited to try tune day i'm trying just excited to try olivia amato um, olivia is so difficult Ali love. love there's so many good ones that i've heard about so i'm excited to try them Jess all. king Jess king lived in my building in my uh i hope i didn't just call out where she lived for those who knew who know where i lived i saw her like walking her dog all the time it was really cool that's crazy like a celebrity <laughs> Celeb. Okay, Aileen, what is your non-scale win? My win isn't really a win, but I guess it's like a win at the end of the story. So I talked about this in the mom's episode from this coming Monday about like body image. I hit a really low point. First of all, my hormones are wild, right? Like they are raging. Yeah. Like yesterday I woke up, like I felt like I had zero serotonin. It just, I was tired and I was down. Like I just felt like I was in a bad mood all day. It was just really miserable but like so it's really just unexpected how you're gonna feel so last weekend i just felt like this such an immense oh like just terrible body image day and it was triggered by a video or a picture of myself obviously which i haven't seen in a long time um that i didn't take myself or like look at in a way that i was posed (laughs) you know yeah um so a candid, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> a real candid. So it, that didn't bother me. But then like a few other events after that bothered me. And I was so distraught. And I like was just fighting with Rusty because I just was in a bad mood. And we were just talking about where to go to dinner. And I was just like so upset. And then I just had a breakdown. And I realized what was wrong with me. And it was just that. Like a lot of things that I, I talk about it a lot on on moms and you can listen to it. It's like a combination of just like constantly people commenting on your body, like unsolicited. Right. And 
like in person, like people normally would never comment on your body, like men, women, people I don't know, telling you how you look for how far along you are. Like, it's just, it's constant. And it was that plus the picture plus some other things. And I just could not move. Like I couldn't get out of my bed. And my win though <laughs> is how I did get out of bed, which was after like just crying, I was like, okay, let's do step. I, I was just like very proud of my, my ability to do this. It's just like, okay, like what is the next thing that I have to do to move? And what motivated me in the end, I was like, okay, what's the final thing? I was like, I really want to go to dinner <laughs> and I really want the food that I want. Because Rusty was like, we can order in, we can get this thing. And I was like, no, I am, I want the thing that I want, what I'm in the mood for. What did you want? Cuckoo appetizers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to go there to have them. I like wanted the experience. That was the plan. Yeah. And I just couldn't find any, I didn't want to put anything on. You know, it was just like, I don't want to move. I was in a towel for my shower and I was just like depressed. And I was like, okay, what is the next move? Okay, you just got to have to get up and put on underwear <laughs> and I like I did it without thinking and I was like okay now you have to put on a bra and then that's just the next thing and then like suddenly slowly I put on a cute outfit which made me feel good even though I was like wiping tears off my face and then it just kind of slowly and then I, I looked in the mirror I was like oh you know what feeling you look good like this this is the norm I, I felt well and back to my normal feeling like I got out of the hole yeah so it was just a good, my win is really that I like picked myself up from being down. That's great. I wish I could fucking do that. <laughs> like, it was ever. really, it was really, really hard. I have to tell you because I laid there for a really long time. We missed an original reservation. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I'm getting hangry. Like, and I only want the thing that I want, which is I was like really proud of myself for identifying it even in that moment. And um, I was very satisfied at the end of the night. I was happy. That's amazing. So, and I liked my outfit. And I think I got seated because I was pregnant. Oh. <laughs> so, so it all worked for full circle. But if anybody wants to listen to that episode of Betcha's Moms, go listen to it. Because I think for DSTers, um, you could relate. Let's do our listener non-scale win. Okay. Do you want to read it? Sure. Hi, Sam and Aileen. Love you both on the pod so much. Thank you for keeping it super real. And I've loved going on this intuitive eating journey with you both. I have a non-scale win to share that literally just happened right now. I have a busy day today with a massive assignment due tomorrow, master's student, and I'm just getting ready for my day. I'm not normally a breakfast person, but today I made my coffee and realized that I'm hungry. I immediately had the thought, write a thousand words and then after you can have breakfast. I actually started walking away from the kitchen before I went, wait, hang on. I don't have to earn my food. If I'm hungry, my body deserves food. It was a light bulb moment for me as someone who has struggled with disordered eating for a very long time and is trying to eat intuitively to realize that it is not always exercise or prior restriction that I use to make myself earn food. This is now something that I'm going to look out for in the future. But for now, I'm having hummus on toast and feeling good and satisfied. And I've given myself the energy to do what I need to do. Thanks again for everything you do. Without you two, I probably would never have started this intuitive eating journey. Love, Breakfast Batch XOXO. That's a great win. Do you ever do you ever realize that you um because I've had this experience where like I've realized that I'm making myself wait to eat, but I don't like almost just out of a natural habit, but not any reason, even though I'm hungry. Have you ever done that? Have you ever realized that you're doing that? 
well, I pretty much eat immediately. <laughs> the only the only time that I like will wait is if I'm doing something that I can't get out of or I don't or maybe I'll wait to have a better meal or something that I know is coming. But I'll have a snack. I'll always have a snack if I'm hungry because I don't like the feeling of being hangry. It really fucks you up. I really relate to this because I've done I've definitely done this before. And I don't even realize sometimes that I'm doing it because I'm not like I'm not used to seeing hunger as a cue to take action. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like I still have hunger as like, oh, that's just something you don't. Maybe you eat. Maybe don't eat. Like it, it is true though. you don't you don't necessarily need to eat immediately when you're hungry. You can feel out like, what are you hungry for? Is it real hunger? Like how hungry are you? Like you can do an assessment necessarily, but if you're waiting to deserve it, I think that's the difference yeah. here that she's sort of celebrating that she did not do. Um, yeah, totally. To, to earn the food is, is not, is a rough mindset. Also um, food needs to power your brain. So if you need to write a thousand words, you probably, food will help you. Food will help you do that. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Did you know that you can burn calories from thinking? Did you know that? Um, like how many? <laughs> I don't know. But like thinking, like using your brain burns calories. And I'm not saying that in a dieting way. I'm saying that in like a, it's a thing. Well, sit sitting burns calories. But it doesn't burn the, I, I, okay, I don't know. Your body's it just going to burn calories anyway because you're metabolizing. But like, I think exactly. thinking. I don't know. I think really hard. I just feel myself getting thinner sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. 
Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. All right, let's do Dear DST. Do you want to read this? Yes. Dear DST, I love this podcast, all caps, and I recently have been going through my own intuitive eating journey. Like both Sammy and Aileen have experienced, I'm facing pressure to, quote, shred for the wedding. That's coming up in a couple months, but I know that type of restriction leaves me hangry, tired, and miserable. When I go to the podcast for some advice, sometimes I get discouraged because I almost feel like I can't afford it to be an intuitive eater. Interesting. I have a ton of debt from grad school and live a very, very simple life. I spend about $35 a week on my groceries and can't really afford to stock my pantry and fridge with all the foods I'm craving or my crave. So since I always buy the generic brand of ice cream or Oreos to prepare for when I'm craving them, I still face the temptation to binge when I'm given the good stuff. For example, if a friend takes me out for a fancier ice cream on my birthday, I feel like I have to eat the whole thing because I don't and can't afford to treat myself like that. Can you two share about ways you think I can eat intuitively on a tight budget? Thanks so much. And I can't wait to head over to Betcha's Brides for my next round of advice. Thank you for giving us a shout out with your own email. Sincerely, a broke ass bridal bitch. Love the call out about like intuitive eating being like a privilege. Yeah, that, that was what I was about to say. Like, I don't think that this gets acknowledged enough that like to feel lack of restriction, you that's also a financial, there's a financial piece to that because sometimes finances are the reason that you're restricted. Um, so without having like fully immersed myself in this, um, when I had my first like consultation with my, the dietitian I'm going to be working with, um, something that she was, she even just sort of like dispelled for me in the first the first consultation she pointed out to me that there can be other factors that affect what you are eating other than just your desires so like finances i think would be considered one of those factors because it does somewhat limit you if you mm-hmm. you know it really does go to that that whole idea of like people sort of think from the internet that intuitive eating means you can just like eat whatever you want or you should be able to eat whatever you want anytime. Um, and I think that that definitely like helps to neutralize the foods. But yeah, but I do believe that intuitive eating is something that can be done without like an endless budget. So 
while I'm not exactly sure what advice to give her, I do believe that there is a way to sort of like work around this. And maybe it's just sort of knowing that like the Oreos or the fancy ice cream aren't like just because you you have them for like sort of the you know a special occasion you're not necessarily going to get more enjoyment out of eating more than you actually enjoy so like just because you have all the oreos doesn't mean you're actually going to enjoy eating all of those even though you don't always get to have them you know right so you're saying apply a mind shift i think the yeah. the last of intuitive eating the most recent one the book that came out in june um is addresses this more um and i'm sure you could buy it used for much less money um or maybe see if anybody's giving it away on cst years facebook group um could pose a question there to ask if anybody has one they want to share that they did not that they already read um but yeah, I mean, I, I do in in the process of the intuitive eating where you're allowing yourself to sort of have all the food that you normally restricted, you do part of it is to have access to it. And the problem is, is if you can't have access, if you can't, if you don't have the financial means to have access. Or so, like location, like people yeah. live in food deserts. All and they, access, yeah. all types of access, financial, geographical, all of the above. I'm going to try to give this example of like, okay, so she goes out for fancy ice cream on her birthday. You feel like you have to eat the whole thing in your head, but maybe like applying a mindful eating technique there could help you to identify like what, to what extent are you actually enjoying it? Mm -hmm. Like, and you can like, once you stop enjoying it, just because it's expensive and fancy and special doesn't mean that you need to finish it. Like you ate it, you liked it, you ate it to the point that you liked it. And then if right. you get, and then if you, if you are sort of feeling like I'm not feeling this anymore, just be, if you're not like, I, I do get that feeling of scarcity. Like I totally understand that and like can relate to, to that and have felt that in my life. Like if I don't have this like fancy thing now, like when will I ever, mm-hmm. when, like, you know, if I don't soak up every moment of like this fancy thing, like I'm going to miss out. But if you were able to access it all the time, you wouldn't necessarily want it that much. So. But that's what she's saying. Yeah. But what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to say is like. You're saying is right. I think what you're saying is right about the satisfaction is focus on the satisfaction and try to and use that moment since like you know at the end of the day you're going to binge this because it feels fancy it feels like it's high on a pedestal use that moment to be extra mindful of your in of of your satisfaction level there um so that you can truly enjoy that fancy moment right or that like special moment rather than kind of at the ends of it feel bad about it so right and maybe you could, maybe there's, there's ways in which there, there is access to like the, the regular Oreos. If let's say you were out with a friend or something like that, get one and do a taste test or something like, see, is this really that much better? And right. like, sort of like do a more of an exploratory 
um, thing and then see like, oh, it's not that gr-. like try to dispel the myth that like some some name brand ice cream is better than the generic ice cream because a lot of the times it's really not yeah like it's really not um there are so many ways to eat healthy on on a budget so many different ways and there's so many ways many more ways to eat not healthy on a budget so i think that like it's sort of changing that mindset in your mind about about putting the things with the name brands on this pedestal that you feel is like you're you're getting access to in this moment Right. Um, and then you end up binging. So, so w- there's one there's one piece that I'm trying to like articulate what because I think that's all, that's all really that all is really important. There's one piece that I'm trying to articulate that has to do with like money and how money like a feeling of of not having money can c- potentially create an additional feeling of scarcity on top of the food scarcity that. I think probably makes all of this so much harder because overlaying your food things, you have like a money scarcity. So I'm Mm -hmm. trying to think of like the best way to to articulate this. And I guess what I'm going to arrive at is that like fancy food, like having the ability to have that does not make intuitive, intuitive eating easier. Like, even when you have an endless budget or endless access, it may get rid of a feeling of scarcity, which does a psychological number on on anyone, let's be honest. But in terms of the food, it doesn't actually, like, make it any easier. Because it's not like you're like, oh, I can have everything, so I want everything. You only sort of want, like, the the like next attainable thing you know what i mean mm-hmm. you kind of really just want the things that you you have restricted in the past because of yeah dieting like i wonder if she automatically is more attracted to like name brand stuff and assumes it's better because of the money piece because she she doesn't normally have it right and like right. examining so like the key is sort of to dispel that examine it and dispel it in a way that maybe is cost effective like you got one oreo somewhere <laughs> really sit there and chew it and compare it get the two pack to, yeah compare it to the other one and then say is this really that do i need this all the time is this really that much better or that i need to to spend money on this oreo or not you know what i mean that, like but those just kinds like- of Letting herself realize that she's not really missing out on those things. Like that's what I mean. Yeah. But you have to do an exercise in order to show that you you need to physically show that to yourself. You can't just can't just convince yourself without like doing it. So like think about those items that you feel are real like it's the same thing with intuitive like intuitive eating in terms of restricting because of your dieting. Write a list of the things you never think thought you could have. Right. Make a plan about put it in the budget that you do have if you can if you can to try one of them sit with it for um, like as long as you can to be as mindful as ever to look really focus on the satisfaction compare it to something that you do have access to and see is, is it that much is it that much better 
But yeah, I really wish you luck. We really appreciate you writing in to us about this because we don't talk about this enough. And um, it's really important to address. Absolutely. And um, I feel like I wasn't able to really articulate like or really get out what I want to get out. But again, I think that if you're able to get your hands on the new book, the new edition of the book, um, that might that will definitely be really helpful too. I'm sure you could read about it online. Like this is definitely a big conversation. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, all right, guys, this was a great episode. We do say so ourselves. Um, <laughs> email us your dear DST and your non-scale wins at DST at betches.com. You can DM us them as well at diet starts tomorrow. And if you just want some general thoughts, feedback, want to share some thoughts, feedback, comments, at <laughs> Sammy, at Aileen, tell a friend about the show. It's a really short Thursday episode. And please just put it on your Insta story. It really helps support the podcast when we get shares because then more people listen and then we can devote more time to doing the show. And we obviously love doing it. So the more the merrier. We really appreciate it. And that is all. I am Aileen, this is Samantha, and we're always with you through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong and Sean Kilby. Social media by Sydney Rafe. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com. Betches.